Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Uh, welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Um, in the studio, we have Jeff. How are you doing, man? Hello. Uh, Bruce. Yo. And on the line, we have Ruby Friedman uh, of the Ruby <laughs> Friedman Orchestra. How are you doing? Hi, Derek. Good. Really good. Uh, so, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and like your music and stuff. Oh, I'm a singer, songwriter, composer, performer. You know, I I can do it all. So I I don't know. I'm recording or writing or observing and or preparing to write pretty much all the time. Yeah. That's badass. Uh, so how long have you been doing music now, like professionally or so? Um, at least ten years. Professionally. Damn. Yeah, professionally, like, because uh, you could say that, like, 2009, 2010, <clears throat> I did some music, and it, and um, NBC picked it up and played, and then the next year, Sons of, I think it was the next, within the next couple of years, Sons of Anarchy and Fox Sports used my stuff, and, yeah, oh, it's just uh, been... Oh, sorry, Sons of, Ar- uh, yeah, Sons of Anarchy was just the best. Yeah, I think it was season five, episode three, but it could have been episode... It could have been season three, episode five. But I'd have to go look. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, as long as it's on there, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you know where it's at at all. It's awesome. that's, that's, your, that's credibility as clout. It's awesome. Like, congrats on that. That's a big deal. That's a big fucking show. Like, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, what was the NBC saw... show again? What? What was the NBC, uh, NBC show again? I know you said it. I, I looked it up earlier. But what is it called again? Oh, you mean the video game I did? Yeah, you did something. Did you say you, you were on the soundtrack of some NBC thing, too? Before something anarchy? No, I did. Um, I've done some stuff for NBC. You know, I, I had a commercial for America's Got Talent. They used my song, Shooting oh. Stars. Oh, cool. They used it in. They actually used it in several countries. So it's kind of interesting. I liked your uh, I liked your Facebook post earlier uh, about how I, I only interview trans porn stars. <laughs> I was like, damn, have I already been niched already? Like, am I already in this category? Well, I had to check out what you did, and I don't even think I saw. I, I did. Was that a real thing, or did I just make it up? Because I don't even know. We interview a lot of porn stars. I think we have interviewed trans porn stars before. We interview a lot more porn, like just everybody, honestly. But yeah, no, it was, I saw it was hilarious. I saw. I thought it was funny as fuck, honestly. Well, I was like, I mean, I live in Portland, and it's, things are pretty crazy here. But I'm pretty normal. You no, know, like I walk around. I mean, I'm normal. I have no tattoos. I have no piercings. I'm totally into all of it. I just don't have it myself. Well, are you um, vegan, though? What? Are you vegan, though? Yeah, I am. I'm, there you go. Is that, is that, <laughs> see, that you're there. We got you there. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, but not a vegan. Come on. Just a right. vegetarian. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I moved here from Los Angeles, but before Los Angeles, I lived in New Orleans, and I've lived in New York. So. Um, you're from England, right, originally? No, no, I'm not. That's actually just to throw off stalkers. Oh, oh man. So only me and stalkers thought that. I was wondering why <laughs> there was no accent. Yeah, we were talking about it. Like, she doesn't even have a Bruce accent. I don't know. Right. You, Hold on. You, you, actually, I'll just take the phone with me. I think my dog is having a problem. He's barking. Um, oh, we got a dog too. Yeah, I have a French bulldog, and he's demanding my attention. He's barking at me. What's wrong, what? Clovis? What's his name, Clovis? Yeah, Clovis the North. Hi, Clovis. Yeah, he's so cute. Come over here. Come with me. Oh, say hi, corn dog. Corn dog. Corn dog. Yeah, corn dog. That's, his, that's Jeff's dog. His name's corn dog. Yeah, 
So wait, so you guys are in St. Louis and you run the St. Louis Times? Yeah, yeah. Hi, <laughs> so, me and some, well, my friends in here have written for him too. So yeah. I have a friend that lives in St. Louis. Um, I'll hook you guys up after the show. What part? I don't know. Oh, we'll find out. I know she used to work. I know she used to work as a library, and they were just just horribly oppressive to her. At the library? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the main streets in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> you had to work in the basement for hours a day. Like I don't even read Little House on the Prairie, you bitch. <laughs> like you're like the library, like library beef. Are you guys, are you guys baseball fans? Are you? Uh, yeah, I'm a baseball fan. I'm, I'm a hockey fan recently. We just won the Stanley Cup finally after after years and years of trying. I'm a Cardinals really? fan, baseball, and a Cubs fan. I, I I like the Cubs more than the Cardinals, but I'm sure the fuck. So, I'm weird that people hate me in both both cities. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the, the Cardinals have been so fucking. Can I say fucking on this? I don't know. Whoa, whoa, well, no, it's a family friendly oh, show. Cut, yeah. cut. Wait, hey, we gotta start over. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Now you can cut. <laughs> Aren't you guys in the Bible Belt? Uh, not St. Louis. <laughs> I don't. St. Louis is kind of its own thing. It's like um, I don't know. Little island in the Bible Belt. Yeah, the West Coast too too happy for me. It's like too like fake happy. I I I've been to like a lot of cities there. And I've done shows like comedy shows and stuff. But I just can't. I don't know. I'm too angry to live on the coast. I think. Uh-huh. Well, it's it's funny because people call it the Bible Belt, but they don't really understand how many churches are in the Bible Belt within a block. Like. It's not even a joke. It really is churches everywhere, everywhere. Oh yeah, drive down. I don't know where they find the people to go to the church. Like I don't, I didn't even know it was that populated in the Bible Belt. It seems to be like there's more churches than people. You think church and chicken would be more more popular? (laughs) What? You you think church and chicken, like the drive-through chicken place, would be more popular than the churches here? I think they like snakes in the churches in the south. Did you know that it? Do you know that they're trying to make it illegal to? to refer to vegan, you know, plant-based sort of meats as, you can't refer to them as meat. So if I say vegan sausage, that's going to be a problem legally. Or if, I, if I'm if i a company and I want to market my plant-based sausage or my plant-based hamburger, you can't use these words, these words that people normally associate with animal protein. What about a hyphen? No, you can't. They're, they're, it's vegan burger. You have, to, you have to look into it and re- report on this. What if you put not a vegan burger? Like you put like not in front of it. I don't think that's gonna work. I don't think that's all I got. We're gonna lose. We're losing this battle. No, because what's happening is they're just trying to create this kind of. They're trying to create a situation where people never associate the two things as being equal: vegan burger or a burger. So they don't want the two words in the same phrase. Is, is it because vegans are inferior? Or? You is it because Mr. Beef to start a company? Say this is Beef's Burger. You can't use the word Beef. What's his name? Like Thomas Beef. Hi, I'm Thomas Beef, and this is Beef's Burger. Yeah, Beef's Vegan Burger. That's uh, you may have a way around that with names. Yeah. What what burger backwards or yeah? What's burger backwards? Is it Regub? <laughs> I don't know how to fucking say it. I have no idea. Regub. That'll work. Well, you're an entrepreneur. You can do a regrub. You can do. Yeah, it was a regrub. In the mirror. 
Put mirrors across the, from the display. Do what, Jeff? Put mirrors across from the display at the store, and it's burger backwards, but then they see it in the mirror. Oh, it's a burger. Like ambulance? Yeah. Just spell backwards? What is Wrong. ambulance? Well, no, ambulance, like, it's always on the, on the front of the ambulance. They have it backwards, so you see it in your rear mirror. You know, when I was living in when I was living in New Orleans, I couldn't figure out for a while why it said N O P D like no P D on the police car. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain, my brain just didn't understand why they. I, I thought, are they trying to be funny? You know, it, it looked like a protest sort of thing. No P D. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Can you hear my dog snoring? He's snoring. What's the name, Clover? Clovis. Clovis, right. Clovis, wake up. Clovis. Let's see if I get corn up to talk. Corn up. Kill! 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 No, he's not killing tonight. He's not in the killing mood. No. It's the most dog we've had. All right, so people listening to this interview, they should check out my video for Journey on a Bullet, which is the latest single, and there's a video on YouTube. So, there, I did my job. She watched it 25 times in a row, dude. Watch it a lot because oh. I don't have anybody paying for promotion right now. And live your life by the song. <laughs> what did you say? Live your life by the song. Okay. Has, has the music industry been very, very good to you? Me? Yes. Well, there's different sides of the music business, so, you know, I don't have a record label. I am my record label. And my publisher, I have a publisher, and he's my record label too like we you know so but I don't have a record company I don't have a record company that owns my masters I don't have someone paying half a million dollars to paste me on every billboard and bullshit like that because I own my stuff yeah in the old days it was much harder to get music out so but now it's very easy I think so it's harder to make money I would think I don't know yeah because there's 40,000 songs being uploaded on Spotify every day Yeah. Every day? Every day, globally. Same thing's going on with books. Right. Everybody's a publisher. Everybody's a photographer. Everybody's a singer. Everybody's a songwriter, recording, whatever. I did get a weird request from, like, Saudi Arabia. I got a request to do some very, well, from, from my end, totally legal, but from the other end, illegal, right, because it was the Middle East, and so there was some go-between, and she was asking me if I'd sing on this track. I mean, they found me through Bloodborne. A lot of people, like, uh, you know, like teenagers and, and, you know, whatever, people find me through the Bloodborne, uh, the Bloodborne music that I did for Sony, PlayStation, Bloodborne, whatever, and anyway, um, and they wanted me to, they wanted me to sing over this track of this guy, but it was all very secretive because if he was if he was discovered, you know, he would be killed. Beheaded. And I said, well, I don't know what I'm singing over. Can you at least send me a translation? Like, what am I, what's going, like, I don't understand the, the language. So I don't know what he's singing about. But if he's singing about something I don't agree to. And then they, they didn't, they didn't proceed. But, yeah, weird. Oh, yeah, he'd be like right in the middle of the. Uh... Cut off the heads of these nasty Christians, yeah, yeah. and then they pop you in there. <laughs> She's saying the blind. Do the face of the of the revolution, her voice, I guess. I mean, I'm pretty. It's 
pretty safe here in Portland for me to be whatever I want to be, but it's different. I mean, this is a very different. This is a little bubble. This is a very anarchic bubble. Yeah, do you have to deal with the Antifa thugs out there? Or Antifa? Did you call them thugs? Well, I just what I see on TV. They beat their actually, Yeah, they're actually they're actually not. They're just badass. So it's like it's funny because people. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Yeah, people like to people like to portray them as the um, instigators. Uh-huh. They're not. They're not. No, they're I, I saw that thing on the news where they they threw concrete milkshakes on that little reporter, like. Yeah, and they weren't. They weren't punk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they, I don't know why the media makes up all this shit. They're just, they were vegan milkshakes. Vegan milkshakes? Oh, man. Well, Isn't a vegan milkshake just concrete, though? <laughs> I think he got, got a brain hammer from a vegan milkshake. Supposedly. Yeah, vegan milk. Like, okay. Oh, that's the other thing that the dairy industry doesn't want. What doesn't want all the oat milks and the almond milks to use the word milk. That's another thing that's happening legally. Oh, I tried all those milks. The best milk with the cereal, I think, is flax milk. Oh, really? I haven't had that one. Yeah, it's hard to find. I finally found it in Chicago. You know what the best vegan cheese is? Uh, best vegan cheeses? What? The best vegan cheese is made by a company called Chow. Is it C-H? I haven't gone that far yet. I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah, I don't that. know. I mean, I don't know where you go in St. Louis for this stuff because it's hard enough everywhere else. Yeah, in the grocery store usually. <laughs> well, no, but it's usually like these. No, I first found flax milk in St. Louis. Couldn't find it in Chicago. Now I can't find it in St. Louis, and it's up in Chicago. Oh, how far are you from Chicago? We're three hour drive. Oh no. Three hour drive. That's about 100 miles an hour. Uh, oh. Five hour for most people. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Radar. I, I, I love Chicago. It's not bad. I live there. Only, now, because, only because of Wrigley Field, to be honest. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's not bad. It's like Disneyland, but not. It's so, a. No. There, it's like you're. Sitting in like the 1920s, they got the old right. and everything. Because that's the last time they used to be good. Like, yeah. Like, the glory, the glory was, years. Baseball was baseball. The kid from Rookie of the well, Year. They're trying to change baseball now. Did you guys read about how they're trying to change the rules so that it's, it's a faster game? They fucking should. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's got meditation. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, I feel like that. I feel like sports fans are going to the point where, like, when I hear about the Super Bowl, they're like, like, I don't watch the Super Bowl. I just watch the ads, which sounds just as dumb. They're like, you know, so I feel like there's just not much entertainment value in sports anymore. I think there used to be at one point. I watch, like, playoffs and huge things like that. But outside of it, it's just, like, really boring rep- repetition of, like, I don't know, like mental midgets, like, competing. Mm-hmm. But. I, um, yeah, baseball's, baseball's, like, the only sport that doesn't have a time clock, right? Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, but they're trying to speed it up. They're going to change that. Like chess, we have to like hit the button after your turn. <laughs> like chess or something. I once I once watched a game that was like I think 16 innings, and it was it was a Chicago Cub game at home. Wow. Yeah, it went to like three o'clock in the morning. You're, you're a real fan. <laughs> yep. Well, that I got into baseball because I was a mess head, and yeah. not anymore. But I was. Wait, what? I, Wait, why did you go back to it? So you got baseball's into, great when you're on the mat. I got no, into baseball. Wait, wait. Well, here, listen to the story. I got into baseball because I did math. So I was up all night, and I wasn't living in Chicago. 
but it was the only thing on TV was that I wanted to watch were baseball games. I mean, you know, because WGN would show the replays here in on the West Coast. And, um, yeah, so that's how I got into – that's how I became – I got into baseball because of the Cubs and the White Sox. Oh, I thought you'd get into Dick Clark's uh, prostate formula commercial. I feel like I'm supporting Matt over the Cubs, though. <laughs> I feel like I'd be, I, I feel like I'm pro math before I'm pro Cubs though. Like, I don't know. No, just for the Cubs. I don't know. I feel like it's not a good team. Everybody's like, well, they won a World Series. Oh, I meant Larry King. They're like, Dick Clark. So, like, they won a World Series this one time. I'm like, like, the first, the time before that was like a hundred years ago. So it's just like, the franchise kind of weak. I don't know. Well, maybe so, but, you know, their history is just kind of romantic. Yeah. I just like winners. I'm like, I'm very like bandwagon. Like, I'm like, if you're not winning, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Oh, I'm, yeah, I, I'm very superstitious, so I'm a huge Dodger fan, but I won't talk about baseball until after the All-Star break because every, it just feels like if I do, then my team just starts sucking. So I think they're doing really well, but I try not to get into it until the last quarter of of the season because it's, I don't want to have my heart broken anymore. I'm sick of it. And the Dodgers just seem to just screw the pooch. Like, every time they're close, they just, I don't I know. I just stand by the, the uh, stove in my house for the last three innings or the, the Cardinals will lose. What do you, what's, the, what's the rule? I have to stand by my stove during, when they're hitting during the last three innings or they lose. <laughs> <laughs> it worked in that, that 2011 uh, World Series. You're the reason? Because you stood I'm by the stove? Because you fucking stood by yes. your stove. That's why the Cardinals are playing on the well, thank you. Thank you for your service, Jeff. Yeah, I guess it's, it's quite a disability. I believe in it. <laughs> He's the reason. It wasn't Walker. Yeah. Like when somebody has a no hitter going, you don't start talking about it. Every freaking time somebody starts talking about it, it you know it just ends. You ever see that? Uh, it's it's some like a uh, baseball player from like the seventies or some shit hit like a no hitter on acid, and they had like this like a uh, YouTube really? video on. Oh, yeah, he played for uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, someone. What was his name? Uh, I think it's Henderson. There's something like that. It was somebody who pitches a no-no or something like that. It was the name of the video, and he's like on showed acid? him. Like, yeah, he did it on acid. Oh, wow. Oh yeah, he said that. I heard that. We have a new guest. Uh, how do you do that? I don't, I don't understand. How do you? How do you? Yeah, that's me. Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis. That's, that's his name. Good. That's who it was. Doc Ellis. Pioneer. The, uh, he pitched an entire no-hitter on acid. He, was, he didn't even know he was supposed to play baseball that day. Like, he was so fucked up, they found him. They're like, dude, you have a, you have a fucking game today. He's like, I don't have a game for like three days. Like, no, that time went by. Like, it's today. And he's like, oh, shit. And they like, put him there. And then, like, he basically pitched a no-hitter so fucked up on acid. And then he found out after the game that it was a no-hitter. He's like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's the reason why I do drugs now. One, yeah. of, my friends, my one of my friends in, my friends in L.A. is dating... Um, Dallas, do you know the pitcher named Dallas? He's pitching now for the Braves. Not right off. I don't know many Braves he people. Be, he used to be on the Astros. Um, yeah, so she's dating him. Wow. She's like, well, I, I don't care. It... She's like, you know, she's from LA, and she's like, she's like, I don't care if he's pitching for the Braves. I'm like, I hate the Braves. Yeah, I hope their I hope their relationship goes better than this. Both of the teams yeah, played for. Better color that uh, pitchers have a girlfriend in every town they visit. I wouldn't be able to have. I wouldn't be able to have a boyfriend that was on the Braves. No, yeah, I think, or the Rockies. Or the I said I dated a lot of the Braves because they're all fags. Oh, I'm just joking. I just call myself Jazz. Um. So, uh, what? Hmm. 
who's your inspiration in music though? Like, how'd you get it? How'd you get here? Like, what, what, uh, what kind of guy are you into music? Oh, well, I got into music when I was super young because my mom's side of the family are all musicians and, uh, singers and jazz and blues and opera. And my mom loved, uh, plays and we would go to New York a lot and see Broadway shows. And, um, I don't know, I was just a little kid kind of being immersed in this, like, worship of the arts in the music, you know, musical theater. And then she got me into uh, classical training, vocals at very young, like four or five years old. I was being trained to eventually be an opera singer. And um, by the time I was 12, I was just bored with it. Bored? Yeah, I was bored with classical voice because if you've noticed, they tend to sound a lot alike, all the singers. (laughs) You know, it's the same sort of voice. You and Freddie Mercury are classical, the yeah. only ones in rock. My dad used to play opera every Sunday morning. That's why I, I hate it. I just hate it. Uh, so I don't. Yeah, I like it. I still, I still do some of that stuff um, for sessions that I do, like uh, for movie trailers. I still use that voice, you know, the, you know, like all that stuff. I mean, I still this comes in handy. Um, but my main, you know, when I do my own music, I, it's pretty much a blues and jazz and old country. I like old music, so. I like old, I like rich music. I like very uh, American, roots-based, rock and roll, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, some of the 60s, some of the 70s. Well, you're the one to invent the next fusion of music of uh, opera, country, and reggae all together. <laughs> What's that noise? Oh, that's, uh, that's a... It's a tower, that's a tower guard. Oh, sorry. What? No, got... What did you say? It's a tower guard? <laughs> Tower Garden. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a vertical uh, thing of education. They grow their own uh, herbs in the kitchen. Are you calling me from jail? Are we doing this in jail? <laughs> They're making hooch right now. Don't, don't yeah. be too loud. The guard's going to fucking hear. How does she know this? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, enough. All right, so what's the, what's, the should, what's the club I should play in St. Louis when I come up, come over there? And then, and then I'll have to play Chicago, too. Hollywood Amphitheater. All right, well, we'll talk about it another time. Hollywood pageant, I believe. The pageant's dope, too. So how do you do your writing? I mean, do you just get fucked up? Start writing some shit? <laughs> or what do you how do I do my writing? What did you say? Yeah, how do you do your writing? Like, do you just get fucked oh, up? I don't, get, I don't get fucked up because when I get fucked up, I, I tend to start stuff I don't finish, and then, then the next thing I know, I'll be, like, crashing cars or ending up in jail or... Selling Andy, Andy Warhol paintings or ending up in Las Vegas or, like, I just do crazy shit. So I feel like if you, at a certain point, if you, want to be, if you want to do music professionally, you have to kind of make sure your day, your day, your day lifestyle uh, is regimented. Like, I go to the gym. I'm vegan. I mean, it's pretty boring. I don't smoke anymore because I need my voice to be on point. Like, if, if I need it at 11 a.m. to sing – whatever I need to be singing, you know. Uh, and if you have to sing days on, and you want you want to keep your voice pristine. I guess you learn that. Alcohol, actually, alcohol dehydrates my voice. So I don't drink, I don't smoke, and I don't do drugs anymore. And it's just like, it sucks, but it's like the payoff is pretty good. That's crazy. You said you're doing this interview topless, too? <laughs> Why not? You said you, I thought you said you were. I'm in my home. I could be naked. Good. The viewers need to, the listeners need to hear that, I think. Yeah, no, this is a show me state. <laughs> and you're from New Orleans. 
around city. Oh, I know. It's so it's so not a thing. Like people walk around here naked in Portland. Like entire bodies naked here. It's always the people you don't want to see, though. I feel like. Right. No. Oh, it's like look how courageous this out of shape person is to walk around and torture me. Right. Like I'm like if I walked around naked with half these fucking people, I'd have to have a vomit bag around my neck. Like right. I'd be thrown up on myself constantly. Like. No, it's actually the two people I saw were quite thin and tall. So it was a little That's scary. gross, man. I'm just joking. Fuck it around. I was going to take that argument, but I'm just like, you just seem cool. I might be a douche. I'm going to take that stance. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like that's disgusting. I see something, something weird here every day. Like something where you just go, okay, what the fuck? Every day. Are they, still mad Trump's, are they still mad Trump's president there? What'd you say? Are they like hello fist Trump's president there? What'd you say? Anti-Trump? Are they like super mad that Trump's president there? Like, I don't know if it's mad. Um, there's a lot of uh, anti-Trump kind of like uh, posters on, you know, uh, artwork. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of Black Lives Matter and like there's a lot of signs that definitely demonstrate a more liberal worldview more than anti-Trump sort of statements. But I think that's a given that Portland is probably the most progressive city liberal city in the country. It's gotta be. You know, like there are eateries there are there are eateries every every corner. It's legal it's legal to to just walk around, you know, smoking pot here. I mean I take my dog out for a walk and I come back I come back completely wasted. Don't you think that's uh, dangerous and they can get addicted to marijuana if they're smoking it everywhere? Dangerous? Don't don't you think they'll get addicted? You only get addicted if you plug it no. They're not, they're not going to get addicted. I, I don't know. I worry about smoking marijuana, trying marijuana, but I might get addicted to it. <laughs> Just You're don't. Kidding, right? No, it's being serious. I feel like it seems, it seems super happy. Like, how often do you smoke weed? I don't. I, it never works for so me. So you never got addicted? Paranoid. So you oh, survived. I got paranoid. I tried it. And I got paranoid. I preferred methamphetamine. Same. Clowning. Let's, let's fucking end this show and just do meth instead. Fuck yeah, this. Fuck, I'm done do doing podcasts and trying to be creative. Okay. It's fucking you stupid. To, will, you, will you buy me a first class ticket to St. Louis? Yeah, if you buy the meth, I'll buy your flight ticket. Fucking and, right. And let's fuck this show. Let's just get fucked up now. You're, you're done being a musician. We're done having goals. <laughs> That's, That's the first thing I've listed on my Facebook hobbies. Meth? Getting fucked up on meth. Yeah. yeah. I don't do enough of it, though. I'll just wear my math t-shirt. Performance enhancing. They should legalize it for medicinal use. Oh, my God. That's funny. Math for medicinal use? Yeah. Fucking right. Are you getting tired? Okay. okay. I have too many teeth. I think that the reason you could probably do it for medicinal purposes is because it, it lowers your appetite. So, like, if you were wanting to lose weight, you needed to lose weight, maybe you would be on math. Maybe it would help you. Is that Does that sound right? That sounds what great. Happens? But what happens do when right you stop now. doing it? Then you gain a bunch of weight. No, you just never stop doing it. No, that's what you call Jenny Craig. <laughs> we just keep doing it. We just keep doing meth all the time. That's what we do now. Yeah, and then you turn 30 years old and you're skinny, but you look like you're 60. I'm 33. I already beat it. Already beat it. That's me. Beat the, yeah, you do look fucked up. 30 years old. Looks like I do meth. AIDS victim. Mm-hmm. Holocaust, too, potentially. I got my AIDS. Have you ever seen a Holocaust, uh, like one of those pictures like Ellie Wiesel was in from like night, like the, the, of like the bunkers of like all the Holocaust victims? Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. That's what Eric looks like. Yeah. It's just it's horrible. I actually developed this. Right it's now. not that bad. You don't have to tell Eric his body's horrible. I was just saying there's just the. Yeah. Keep he has feelings. 
It's hurting my feelings. He, really has, feelings. he has one. He has one left. Yeah. Because of you. That's what I asked for for Christmas. One feeling. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the best show in the universe. I'm, uh, we talked uh, for three more hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, did she have to do her plug? Yeah, plug all your social media and stuff, and we'll, we'll get out here on that. Yeah, when you when you send it to me, send me the link. Dope. We'll do. Okay. Bye, you guys. Have a good one. Bye.